Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journeys. Thank you so much for tuning in with me this week for this episode of Sisters You Have Value. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in. Give us a like, share, and follow. Tell a friend. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back and giving us another listen. We appreciate your support. Today, we have titled this podcast, The Power of Your Words. Yes, The Power of Your Words. Sister, that is something we need to talk about and delve into so much. Um, We want to explore the impact of our words, y'all, and how they shape our lives. Today, we have an empowering episode in store for all the incredible women out there. We want to let you know how important it is to use your words, how they influence our thoughts, our actions, and our relationships. So grab your drinks, grab your tea, coffee, whatever, and let's get into it. So we all know, y'all, that the power of words is immense. They have the ability to shape our thoughts, emotions, and our actions. They can inspire, motivate, and uplift, or they can hurt, discourage, and divide. Our words have the power to destroy and the power to build up. Proverbs 12 and 6 says that the writer of Proverbs also tells us that the power of life and death is in the tongue, and they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. That's Proverbs 18:21. So, are we using words to build people up or destroy them? Are they being filled with hate or love, bitterness or blessings, complaining or compliments, lust or love, victory or defeat? Words are tools, y'all, that can make life better, but any tool can be misused. So I want to start with a few aspects, y'all, to the power um, of words. A couple of them, communication. Words are the primary means of human communication. They enable us to share our ideas, our thoughts, and information. Effective communication can foster understanding, build relationships, and resolve conflicts. Influence. Words have the power to influence others, persuasive speeches, (laughs) well-crafted arguments, and inspiring messages can sway people's opinions, change behaviors, and even shape the course of history. There are some people that are what we call wordsmiths. Maybe they are amazing with their words. Expression of emotions. They allow us to express our emotions, whether it's through written or spoken language. They can convey love, joy, sorrow, anger, or fear, enabling us to connect with others on a deeper level and seek support or understanding. Empathy and connection. 
Words have the ability to foster empathy and create connections between individuals. When we choose our words carefully and listen actively, we can build our bridges of understanding, strengthen relationships, and create a sense of belonging. Education and knowledge. Words are the foundation of education and knowledge sharing. Through books, articles, lectures, and conversations, we gain knowledge, expand our horizon, and pass on future wisdom to our generations. Self-talk and self-belief. The words we use in our internal dialogue, y'all, known as self-talk, that can significantly impact our self-perception and confidence. Positive and empowering self-talk can boost self-esteem, motivate us to achieve our goals, and overcome challenges. Storytelling. (laughs) We do that for our kids. They've been a fundamental part of human culture since ancient times. Words enable us to tell stories, convey experiences, and preserve our collective history. Stories have the power to entertain, inspire, teach, and shape our cultural identities. Healing and empowerment. Words can be a source of healing and empowerment. Encouraging, supportive, compassionate words can provide comfort and solace to those in pain or facing difficult circumstances. Empowering words can motivate individuals to believe in themselves and take positive action. Social change. Throughout history, powerful speeches, manifestos, and writings have been catalysts for social change. Words can raise awareness about social issues, challenge injustices, and inspire people to work toward a better world. Responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. I love that. I love that quote. It is important to recognize the impact of our words and use them wisely. So by choosing our words with thoughtfulness and respect, we can create a harmonious and understanding society. So again, how important is it to use and choose our words carefully? So let's talk about why words matter. James 3 and 6 compares our tongue to fire. So we want to consider, to understand his metaphor, We it, it starts in verse 5 that says, Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole force of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. So fire can either be constructive or destructive, depending upon its containment. So it is with the tongue. Pastor McMinnis always said, when we don't understand something's use, abuse is inevitable. So if we don't understand what we're doing with our words, we don't understand what we're saying, what we have coming out of our mouths, we can inevitably abuse everything about our life, our journey, our family. And you could speak so many negative things um, into this atmosphere. People don't understand that what you speak out is what manifests in your life. So that's why I think this is so important today. That's why I think this topic is so important. Just been dealing with a lot of stuff and you just observe a lot of stuff over time. And we have been conditioned in such a way to believe the narratives that people have already put on us, to believe the things that's already spoken over our lives, to believe the lies the enemy has already put against us. 
Oh, but the devil is alive. So words hold immense power, y'all. They can uplift again, inspire. This is so important. It can create positive change or they can wound, y'all, linger or limit or hinder your progress. So by understanding the significance of our words, we can harness their potential to shape our reality. So again, why do words matter? They reflect our thoughts, our beliefs. They not only impact how we perceive ourselves, but also how others perceive us. The language we can use, we use can either empower or disempower us and those people around us. Okay, let's say you wake up in the morning, I'm not good enough. You keep re repeating this negative affirmation. You're reinforcing that belief that, that may hold you back from reaching your potential. And then when things don't happen, you people don't understand when things don't happen in their lives, you have already put the narrative out there. So then you want to co-sign it and go, see, I knew it. See, that's what I'm talking. But no, you spoke that. You've spoken that negative word into your life. You've already placed that thing on you. And you've looked at yourself and said, I'm not good enough. But what happens if, on the other hand, you wake up and say, I am capable of achieving my goals. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'll lend to many nations and never borrow. What does that look like? You're setting up a positive intention for the day. Lord, I expect blessings upon blessings. Lord, favor follows me everywhere I go. You understand your words become a self-fulfilling prophecy, influencing your mindset and actions. So um, Louise Hay or Abraham Hicks says that uh, you speak in words you, you don't understand. We speak affirmation every day, whether we know it or not that we are just more prone to the negative affirmations because that's what our lives has been built around when we come up in dysfunction, when we don't come up in a lifestyle that tells us something different. We put these narratives out there and then we live that prophecy and then we go, I told you so. So what does that, okay, what does this look like in relationships? The language of love and connection. What does that look like in that? Communication is at the heart of any successful relationship. The words we use with our loved ones can either strengthen our bond or create distance. How can we harness the power of those words to build deeper connections? It starts with practicing active listening, y'all. You got to listen. When we truly listen to what our partners or our loved ones say without interruption or judgment, we can create a space for them to express themselves openly. And this is what garners and fosters trust, empathy, and understanding. A lot of times we we already setting up waiting to say something back. You can't hear what that person is saying to you. So then how can you be sensitive to what that person is needing in their lives or telling you how they feel about something? Because we haven't communicated that language effectively. We hadn't sat back to listen. So we have to be mindful of the tone we use when communicating. It can convey love, trust, support, compassion, or it can convey negativity and criticism. So we want to strive to use a tone that uplifts and encourages. Additionally, expression, appreciation, and gratitude goes a long way in nurturing relationships. A simple thank you or a heartfelt compliment can make our loved ones feel valued and loved. Okay, what about the uh, constructive communication in conflict resolution? 
conflict, y'all know, is a natural part of life. That's in any relationship, good, bad, ugly. How, but how can we communicate during those moments that challenge us? Those moments that can make a significant difference in that life. So how can we approach that with positive language? The key, y'all, is focusing on the I, using that I statement instead of you statement. For example, let's say you never listen to me. That's what we say. How about saying I feel unheard when we have discussions? So that makes um that that takes the ownership of your emotions um and encourage open dialogue. So you're not telling them they don't listen cuz we're not mind readers. You're not in that person's mind. Um but if you say I feel, those are my feelings. My feelings are real to me. So then I want to be able to express that, but I want to be able to express that openly so that you can hear me in such a way with clarity that this thing can be better than what it was. So in using that, that's an excellent strategy, y'all. It's important to avoid blame and focus instead on finding solutions together. We don't know how to communicate. We don't know how to love. We don't know because we've not been taught. We live what we learn. We learn what we live. We see this mess every day, social media and things like that. And this is what we want our hashtag to be. This relationship's go. Go sit down somewhere. You have to use collaborative language like let's work on this issue. Um, And that's going to be a sense of teamwork and strengthens the relationship instead of telling somebody what they need to do. You got issues too. Sweetie, you're not perfect. Trust and believe you got issues. Then the issue is you. So let's not forget the power of forgiveness and apology. Those things are paramount. When we make a mistake, take responsibility for it. That's what's wrong with the world now. There's no accountability into things that we do. We want to put everything off on everybody else. It's everybody else's fault, but our own. So we can sincerely apologize. And that can heal wounds, y'all. That can help rebuild trust. You choose your words carefully during those moments of reconciliation. That's crucial. So how do we empower that communication, even in friendships? That's essential. The way we communicate with our friends shape in de- uh, the depth and longevity of our connections. How can you ensure that our words empower and uplift our friends? Active support and encouragement. That's key in empowering your friendships. Celebrate your friends' success. Just because they light shining don't mean yours not going to go out. But how you want God to bless you when you can't be happy for your friend and you low-key hating, you low-key mad because it's not its not your time. That's not your gift. That's not your calling. So if God didn't call you to, don't trip. Celebrate their success. Offer words of encouragement during challenging times and remind them of their strength. Your words can be a powerful source of motivation and inspiration in every way, y'all. It's important to practice active empathy and compassion. When your friends confide in you, listen with an open heart and validate their feelings. Offer words of comfort and understanding that make a significant difference in anybody's lives, y'all. That let people know you care. That let people know you're listening. That lets somebody know you're important to me and what you have to say to me is important. Stop making everything about you. You are not the end all be all. Everything is not about you. The world don't revolve around you. So we have to learn to get out of that, you know, so we got to heal and rebuild through our words, y'all. So relationships can face moments of turmoil. They can require healing after a disagreement, a breach of trust. How can we use those words to heal 
and rebuild our connections. Honest and compassionate communication is essential in these situations. Expressing your feelings openly while also actively listening to the other person perspective. That's going to help foster some understanding and paves the way for healing. That's crucial, y'all. That is crucial. It's important to choose words that convey sincerity and remorse when seeking forgiveness. Take responsibility for your actions and, and, and show a genuine commitment to change through your words. A lot of people, how long? How long? The Bible says 70 times 70, you forgive your brother every day. But we want people to forgive us, but we're not forgiven. But we have our own timeline on when this stuff going to pan out. No, you continue to speak it until your life changed. Continue to speak it as if it was already there. Continue to manifest those things. Think about how jacked up you are. You didn't get jacked up overnight. So think about what they say it takes 30 days to change a habit. You got to speak it. You got to do it daily. First Thessalonians 5, 7 things that we say we pray without ceasing. You got to pray this thing out. You got to continue to speak to change how you see yourself, to change what you look at. Good morning, gorgeous. And look in the mirror and say, I love you. I really love you. So patience. Give the other person time to heal. That's vital. Understanding that healing and rebuilding trust takes time and consistent effort. Be willing to have open and honest conversations, address any concerns, and work together to build a relationship or rebuild it. Rebuilding a relationship requires a strong foundation of trust, and our words play a significant role in that process. So let's choose our words carefully and prioritize understanding and empathy. So we want to cultivate a culture of positive communication. So how can we do that in our relationships? What are some key practices we can adopt? One, we could practice active appreciation. Take time to express your love and gratitude. I told somebody the other, other day, if you have an attitude of gratitude, you don't have time to be wallowing in some. Lord, I thank you for my life. Lord, I thank you for waking me. Lord, I thank you that I'm the head and not the tail. Lord, I thank you for your grace and mercy. I thank you for keeping me. Lord, I thank you that I have purpose, that I have life. And as long as I have life and purpose, I know you're going to keep me here. Lord, thank you for the small things that I can walk, talk. Lord, thank you for a roof over my head. Lord, thank you. Have admiration for them. Acknowledge the effort, strengths, and qualities that you value. And I'm talking to myself. I, I, I like to do things that's going to create an environment of change. We want to be change makers, different makers. We want to be trendsetters in this world that is so jacked up. So acknowledge people's efforts and strengths and qualities that you value. And that gives another sense of connection and strengthens the bond between us. So now let's get into that unpacking that negative self-talk. Negative self-talk is something many of us struggle with. Why? Because we've lived it for so long. Somebody have told you, you stupid, you silly, you're not going to mount anything. Girl, go sit your silly self down. You fat, you ugly, you too short, you too skinny, you're not good enough. So it's important to recognize the impact it has on our well-being. So why are we engage in that and how can we change it? See, Rome wasn't built in a day. But we bring trauma bonds, childhood trauma. We bring life experiences and things where somebody has beat us down and we haven't believed in, and we bought into the narrative that it's true. They said it, so it must be true. Oh, the devil is a lie. 
So that stems from fear. Negative self-talk comes from often from fear, past experiences, or societal conditioning. We have we may have internalized limiting beliefs about ourselves leading to a cycle of negative thoughts and words. Why do you think it's so important to break generational curses? Every negative word ever spoken over your life, um, things that you've done in knowing and not knowing, things that even from your ancestors on down, baby, we have to decree and declare a thing and make it so. And we rebuke those things that the enemy tries to bring against us to make us not worthy or think we're not worthy of that. And all that does is trying to kill their purpose because he know how strong you are. He know what God has for you only when you speak it though. So how do we break it? One powerful technique is to challenge our thoughts, our negative thoughts with evidence and replace them with positive affirmations. Affirmations can help y'all rewire our brain and shift our perspective. So for instance, if you catch yourself saying, I'll never succeed, replace that stuff with I'm capable of overcoming challenges and I'm achieving my goals. I am succeeding. I will succeed in everything I do. Everything I touch my hands, put my hands to will prosper. Everything I touch turns to gold. Now that we understand the impact, how do we build that communication habits, you know, um, how do we build positive words and 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 making a ripple effect on uh, empowering words? So we want to, you know, encouragement, appreciation, you know, boost confidence. You know, you gotta challenge those harmful stereotypes, y'all, and the biases through our words, and we have to promote inclusivity and equality. Well, we can create a space so our voices can be heard and valued. Remember, y'all, the power of our words extend beyond our belief or beyond yourself. Each interaction is an opportunity to uplift and create positive change in your world. Be mindful of the words we choose. Our words can break down barriers, y'all. We can create a sense of belonging. And, and think about it. It's not about just about the words we speak. It's about the stuff we write down. It's about what we write. Uh, in today's digital age, uh, communication plays a significant role. So, you know, social media platforms. You know, you can get on social media. People can say some negative stuff, some crazy stuff. Or you can get on there and use your words to empower, educate, and inspire others to be better. So mindful communication begins with self-awareness. You got to take a moment to reflect on the words you use and the impact they may have on yourself and others. Ask yourself, is what I'm about to say empowering or respectful and respectful or is what I'm about to say going to tear them? Are you going to build them up or are you going to tear them down? Am I practicing self-compassion? Can that help us be kinder? In our communications, when we make a mistake or say something unintentionally, apologize. Learn from it and strive to do better. Let's practice empathy, y'all. Seek to understand others' perspective before jumping to conclusions or passing judgment. Empathetic communication fosters deep connections and mutual respect. I have learned over my life and as we grow and mature in Christ and as we grow and mature into the things of life that we strive to be better because I always seek to be a better version of myself. Again, I'm only in competition with Kim. I'm my best version of me. Can't nobody do me like I can do me. I'm my only 
uh, challenge. Girl, don't back here what you got going on in your life. Go sit down somewhere. So you have to remember that the power of words go even beyond the immediate impact. Y'all create a lasting impression on others. So we got to choose our words wisely, y'all. This is so important, so paramount, which is why we're blocking our blessing, why we're blocking our healing, why we're blocking the things that God has for us, why we stay stuck in ruts. This thing is important. This, this should be something we talk about all the time. Because at the end of the day, we are the ones who create the things that's going on in our lives. And then we want to wonder why we in this situation. Lord, why I'm going through this? Lord, why? What did you speak? What did you say? What choices did you choose in looking at yourself or saying I'm not good enough or I didn't measure up or he's not going to be pleased with that? We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are created in God's image. And to say anything less is to say that, Lord, you didn't do a good job on me. So we have to make sure that we are not shaping our own reality and impacting lives. What, think about what you say to your kids. You're creating generations of foolishness, of mess. And now our kids have to deal with the remnants of what we imparted into them. And then when we build up savages, we wonder why the world is going to hell in a handbasket. But we are not doing our part. So some of us are in the habit of using the same negative word over and over again, out of habit. The problem is the more we hear, read, and speak a word or phrase, the more power it has over us. And that's because the brain uses repetition to learn. It searches for patterns, y'all, and consistency as a way to make sense of the world around us. So only after being burned a few times can you understand that fire is always hot, right? <laughs> so you may not remember the exact end of things, but as are you know that because you had to repeat those same things, over, no, that's it's, it's happening. And it's drilling into your consciousness, y'all. Have y'all ever had that song stuck in your head all day long and, and try as you might? You can't get it to go nowhere. That same if you hear something randomly and you be, oh, Lord, I keep singing this song. I can't get this song out of my... Why? Repetition. Because you've heard it. Now it's imprinting something into your mind and it keep it there. Think about what your words are doing. And hell, if you're over 50, 40, 30, think about how many years you've been speaking this stuff into your life, speaking it into your being, speaking it into who you are, believing the narrative that you set about yourself. It ain't what they say about you. It's what you believe. It ain't what you call me. It's what I answer to. But I can tell you where to go. And it got two hockey sticks with it because you don't affect me. You can't affect my day. You didn't give me this joy and you sure ain't going to take it from me. Oh, the devil is a lie. Now, if you'd have caught me in my 20s, y'all know about this transparent and saran wrap. We could have dealt with this on a whole different level because my mindset would have been different. Oh, but the day you arrived. So you got to consider, you know, these things. We got to consider what we're saying. So um, it, and it don't make any difference, y'all, whether the stuff is true or false. Only thing that matter is we're going to believe that narrative that we put in our head because that repetition has the power to change our mindsets. So the same go for a picture. They just thoughts and ideas, but you concentrate on the image. So again, remember, repetition creates our mental, it increases our mental validation of anything we're exposed to, which is why it works so well with well in political propaganda. What we say, he who controls the media controls the man, whatever foolishness they put out and you buy into it long enough, looking at that mess, listening to those lyrics on those songs, that old jacked up mess on TV. 
if you're not conscious about it, you're not fully con you're exposing yourself to all of this mess. And consistency gonna trump it every time. So now consider how many times you falsely call yourself stupid. Lord, I'm so silly for that. You know, or untalented, ugly, anything else. You begin to understand how your propaganda shapes that false image. So you're going to make those words work by consciously harnessing the power of them. So you got to start with the ones you're using, y'all. No name calling. No self-criticism. Everybody's doing the best they can at the moment in time with the consciousness they have to work with. Be kind to yourself and others. Offer that same empathy and compassion you want extended to you. Stop all that self-depreciation or deprecation. Stop that. Never make your body or something you've accomplished or anything else the life uh, of in your life the butt of the joke. Words have power, y'all. Resist gossiping. Stop speaking ill of others. It's impossible for your words to resonate in anybody else's life but your own. Go on a negativity diet, y'all. We be talking about diets. Instead of saying the meal was terrible, say I've had better. <laughs> uh, you basically said uh, you wanted to what you wanted to say without putting negative energy through your body. Use positive words. Boost all your positive energy instead of saying something like uh, you had a good time at the concert. Ramp up your energy and say it was terrific. It was fantastic. It's going to be better and it's going to generate bigger energetic responses in your body. So if you have some negative Nancy's in your circle, change your circle. Limit the time you spend with Nancy and Ned. Because baby, when they negative, that foolishness, we strong, but eventually that mess will rub off. Look at what's, what's, what's around you. Show me your life. Show me your phone. I'll show you your life. Show me your friends. I'm going to show you where you're going to be five years from now. Don't bring that foolishness around me because I don't have that kind of time for it. And people say, I'm, no, I'm not cold and callous. I just choose wisely what I have in my uh, surroundings, who I choose to be around. So you have to surround yourself with positive, uplifting words. You got to put affirmations, y'all, on sticky notes all around your house, your office that say wonderful things about you, your family, your goals. Wear clothes that have positive messages and praises on them. Imagine the kind of positive energy. You'll be generating for yourself when you're wearing positivity all day long. As you keep doing these things, use the power of repetition in a highly effective way for your benefit. You have the power to change the world and use words consciously. It is one of the quickest ways to shift the energy and bring it to life. So remember, y'all, we got tremendous power in our words. They can shape our reality, influence our relationships, and impact the world around us. It is crucial to use the power of words for positive constructive purposes promote understanding and empathy and positive change jesus reminds us that the words we speak are actually the overflow of our hearts matthew 12 34 and 35 says that when we become christians there is an expectation or expectancy that a change of speech follows because living for Christ makes a difference in one's choice of words. The sinner's mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. But when we turn our lives to Christ, we gladly confess that Jesus is Lord. So we want to make sure that it's an inward change. Peter tells us that in, our, in your hearts, you're set apart. Always be prepared to give answers to anybody who asks you for a reason that you have hope. We got hope in these things, y'all. But with gentleness and respect, let our power of our words be used to manifest the power of our faith, y'all. 
So again, the concept, as I come to my close, the concept of taming the tongue is found in James 3, where God declares through James that no man, nobody can tame the tongue. So um, above all things, y'all know it can it can destroy so much. So we want to be mindful, y'all. I want you to be mindful that um, there's only one who controls it, and that's by living with God and living within us and the Holy Spirit to help us gain control over that. It convicts us of sins and with our lips, and and we just want to be able to speak better, do better, be better. We want to create positive things. Um, I have books of affirmations that I use every day, things that I speak over my life. Uh, and you just have to remember words are containers. They hold the key to our thoughts, our actions. They're full of life. They control what we do, think, and say. You may not think it, but it does. It, it keeps you from doing certain things. Keep you from that. So, you know, life loves me. All is well in my world. Everything is working out for my good. It's only a thought, and a thought can be changed. The point of power is always in the present moment. Every thought we think is creating our future. So start to say, I'm in the process of positive change. Look in that mirror and say, I love you. I really love you. It is safe to look within. I forgive myself. As I say yes to life, life says yes to me. I never go beyond other people's fears and limitations. I trust the process of life. I am willing to let go of all things that hurt me, all things in my past. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm divinely guided. I understand my life's purpose. Everything I seek is within me. I trust my intuition. I'm connected to all that is. I open myself to new energies and experiences. So we have to begin to say that I just I have a book of these things that I speak daily over my life that I want to speak into existence because I want to be better. I'm protected spiritually, emotionally, physically. I take inventory of my life and thank God for what I do have. I'm a positive thinker. This can happen to me. From this day forward, I will embrace the elegant woman I am and the elegant woman I am becoming. And we're going to do a podcast of affirmations, y'all, that we can speak uh, over our life. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. I'm getting my life in order to receive all that God has for me. My purpose is becoming clarity. I live a life of clarity. I live a life of peace and understanding. Nothing that the enemy can do uh, will harm me. You have authority, y'all. You have given authority into this to change the trajectory of your life, to change every situation. I'm love. I'm at peace. My happy thoughts help create my healthy body. I love my body. I'm in sync with who I am. I'm in tune with who God created me to be. My day begins and ends with gratitude. I'm in charge. I now take my power back. My body appreciates how I take care of it. I spend time with positive, energetic people. You see what I mean? I release all criticism. I release all negativity ever spoken over my life. We decree and declare these things. Love flows through my body, healing all dis-ease. And we come agreement, come into agreement with that. I send agreement with all women, with all ladies, with all you young ladies out there and beautiful souls. I stand in agreement with you that our life gets fabulous more and more each day. Today we are peace. I have the perfect living space. My home is beautiful. My home is filled with love. My garage is filled with love. My car is filled with love. Everywhere I go, love flows through me. No more negative self-talk. Speak up for ourselves. Speak what we want. Claim your power. 
there's opportunities everywhere for me. My life is fabulous more and more each day. So I pray, God, that it, it mentor to your soul, your spirit, your heart, and your mind. I pray that uh, we can understand that the power of life and death is in our tongue. I pray that we can understand that we create the things that we see. We create those things that are out here in our lives. We create where we are in our lives. So we want to be able to mold and melt ourselves into the spirit of the true living God. He going to fall fresh on us, y'all. Use those words. Use your power. Stop believing the hype. Stop buying into the narrative of what people say. Oh, the devil is a lie. I deserve the best and I accept it now. I release others with love. I'm now free from destructive fears and doubts. I am good enough. There's plenty of everyone, so we bless and prosper each other. I love my family members just as they are. Don't try to change people. I'm open um, and I open my heart to the divine blessings that flow abundantly in my life. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you today. We thank you for this podcast. I thank you, Lord, for imparting it on my heart to be able to share this with people. So, again, go out there. Be positive. Be loved. You are it. You radiate. You shine. You're beautiful. You're lovely. Um, and I just pray it changes you. Send it to somebody who has been filled with negativity. Feel it. Send it to somebody who don't know their worth, don't know their value as a woman. You are loved. You are loved beyond measure. You are hell in this world. We are something. God created us for such a time as this, for this time to be in here for this thing. We are spiritual beings in human bodies. The world is our teachers. But God has plans for you, great plans. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans. Y'all know he's prospering us. I look for the good in each day. Lord, I'm expecting great things to happen to me. I'm expecting great things to happen through me. I'm expecting the miraculous, believing the impossible. Lord, favor is ahead of me whereby I go and tread my feet. Those are the things we speak. I am my highest authentic self. So y'all, I'll keep on. So let me stop, but be blessed. I hope this helps you. I hope it will touch your spirit, man, in such a way. Happy Friday, y'all. Um, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. If you have anything you want to hear, shoot me an email at sistersyouhavevalue.com. Sistersyouhavevalue.com and know you have value. You are love. You are not in competition with anybody. You are your best version of you. You got this. You are it, sis. You are the stuff. Be blessed. Until next Friday. Love you.